Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Michael. Hey, uh, Brad Young at your service tonight. Uh, I'll be in for another hour. And I got to tell you this, uh, you know, today at my law firm, I was working, I kind of got a headache. I thought I'll, I'll just go home. I wasn't feeling all that great. So I left a little bit early. Why am I telling you this? Because uh, after a while, uh, Steve Moore, program director here, sent me the story uh, from ESPN about the Rams, about the update, the behind the scenes background of what's going on with the Rams litigation. And I talked about it uh, last hour a little bit with Kevin Wheeler at 930. I'm going to be breaking things down with Howard Balzer as well. But I got to tell you, after I saw that story and I read about how things are looking really bad for Stan Kroenke, my headache disappeared. You know, uh, all of a sudden the air smelled sweeter. I noticed that I instantly lost 15 pounds, and even though I'm as bald as a cue ball, I suddenly had hair like Fabio. If you, if you're, if you don't know who Fabio is, just, just Google it. But uh, he's got a massive head of hair. So, But my point is <laughs> that seeing that update proved to me that, yes, miracles can happen. I've been predicting here for several years that this litigation will settle and I'm more convinced of that now than I was uh, uh, four hours ago. I'm more convinced based upon the ESPN story that came out today. So we'll be breaking that down with Howard Balzer at 9.30, 9.35, somewhere around there. So you're going to want to tune in because we're going to cover both the legal side and uh, the, the realistic side from the sports world, and Howard's going to talk about that, and I'll discuss the legal end, but we'll get into that about 9.35 this evening, so you're going to want to stick around for that. Last hour, we, we got into this discussion of, of taxing the billionaires, and there's two more ideas I didn't have time for, but there's two more ideas that I want to share with you on why this is a colossally bad idea. First of all, I mentioned the value of your house, and I mentioned that if your house goes up in value, it doesn't mean that you've got necessarily more money to spend. And yet that's the scheme, and I use the word scheme intentionally, to raise revenue is to tax the 700 billionaires in this country uh, based upon what they own, not based upon what they earn. And if you've looked at your 401k plan, 
You know, I've got a friend of mine. <laughs> I got a friend of mine that checks his 401k plan every day, the value. And I said, dude, you got to stop looking at it every day. Okay. You're years from retirement. It doesn't matter what it does day to day. It matters what happens over the course of time. But if you've checked your 401k account recently, I can promise you that yours has gone up and has gone up substantially in the past 12 months. Since we started coming out of the steep drop that happened right when the pandemic hit, once we started coming up from that, your 401k plan has gotten larger. I promise you, unless you've withdrawn money from it, it has gotten bigger and it has grown substantially. Does that put any more cash in your bank account? No, you're not going to touch that money till you retire. And then you're only going to take out four or 5% of it per year. According to Dave Simons, uh, that's what you're supposed to do. You take out four or 5% a year to maintain the principal. But that doesn't mean that you've gotten any richer today. You're maybe rich on paper, but it doesn't mean you've got money to go out and buy a Tesla with it uh, because just because your 401k went up by $20,000 this year. But the concept, the concept of taxing you based upon what you own as opposed to what you earn would be the same as if the Democrats came to you and said, your 401k went up by 20 grand this year. We're going to tax you for it now. Now, when you withdraw it, that's when you would be realizing the gain. We're going to tax you on it now, even though you haven't really earned it and you haven't realized that gain. That's absurd. And not only is it absurd, but it's probably unconstitutional. Because if you've checked the 16th Amendment recently, and ha, who doesn't check the 16th Amendment every day, right? You know, I got nothing else to do. I think I'll just look up the 16th Amendment. The 16th Amendment says Congress shall have the power to lay and collect taxes on incomes from whatever source derived without apportionment among the several states. So the point is you can only tax income. You cannot, from the federal government's perspective, you cannot tax wealth. Those are two different things. And you don't want your own taxes to be based on wealth if you have a 401k plan or you own a house. You don't want that because it's going to hurt in ways that you've never experienced financial pain before. And yet that's what the Democrats have been proposing to pay for this scheme. Now, what's interesting is it was just reported here in the last hour or so by Forbes magazine that the billionaire tax is dead on arrival. It's dead on arrival. Joe Manchin has already said he will not support it. And keep in mind, with regard to getting this bill through Congress, it has to have the support of every single Democrat to pass. If one vetoes it, if one abstains, if one votes no, the bill can't pass. They need 100% of the Democrats to pass it. Joe Manchin has already said he won't support this with a billionaire tax, so they're going to have to go back to the drawing board to see how to fund this colossal liberal social welfare monstrosity of a bill. It was $3.5 trillion. Now it's down to $1.5 trillion. We'll see how low it gets when they can't pay for it by taxing billionaires. Hey, when we come back, you know, you know that I love big ideas. When we come back, we're going to talk to Peter Wood about how uh, he's with American Spectator magazine, and he wrote a fabulous article 
entitled Liberty is the American Virus. Liberty is the American Virus. He'll break that down for us after this. Brad Young at your service tonight on Camo X. Don't go away. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You know, I just, I love big ideas. And it's not just who did what to whom, uh, but ideas that shape our understanding of our city, of our nation, and of our world. So Peter Wood, he's a writer with the American Spectator magazine. He wrote he wrote exactly an article just like that for this month's American Spectator entitled Liberty is the American Virus. Peter Wood, welcome to KMOX. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, I, I enjoy American Spectator a lot. I read it often. And, uh, and, and big ideas are hard to condense into sound bites. But your article... Uh, it proposed the idea that some of the revolt we're seeing against the Biden-forced push for vaccination and the vaccination mandates, it's actually an American-oriented response to top-down mandates. Is that a, is that a fair generalization? Oh, well, yeah, that's a pretty good way to, to get my main idea. Um, I don't think Americans like to be pushed around and being told what to do or what not to do. And um, a... 
effort by the uh, central government to set mandates puts many people uh, on edge and thinking, well, I, I want to make my own choices. I need some liberty. Mm-hmm. Well, how is freedom itself like a virus? What In what ways is freedom like a virus? Well, it's a, it's a viral idea, and mm-hmm. it's something that had uh, kind of taken American in an epidemic uh, way early on. Um, we're, we are in a historical sense of nation with the British founding, uh, and liberty was the, the great idea that the, the British brought into the political world. Usually we think of the Magna Carta as the beginning of that, but there were many centuries that followed in which the idea of liberty became the, the right of the, the Englishman. Mm-hmm. Um, foreign observers such as Montesquieu took it as the, uh, uh, the signal contribution of the British. Americans absorbed that early on as a set of British colonies. And the American Revolution was, as I put it, sort of our Delta variant on it. Uh, <laughs> we took the idea to a more extreme form and one in which uh, it became uh, settled in our uh, DNA as the, uh, the barrel idea that Americans not only held for themselves, but were eager to spread elsewhere. And thus, uh, we find ourselves oftentimes in trouble for trying to spread the liberty virus Mm -hmm. to places where an immune system rejects it. But uh, that's the the conceit of the little essay that you're talking about. Well, and and that's why I love this, because you, you, you make the comparison that freedom can be contagious, just like a virus can be contagious, that freedom can spread, and that that to some extent that explains Americans' response to these top-down mandates that we're seeing. uh, seeing. Now, right here in St. Louis area, Peter, uh, we've had an issue with St. Louis County where there's been a fight between the legislative branch in St. Louis County, the county council, and the executive branch, the county executive, on who gets to issue these mask mandates. And so we've had Hmm. this continual battle about is there a mask mandate? Is there a not? Is which which body is empowered to issue it, and which body is in, empowered to reject it? And folks have been saying to me, and they call in and they say, "Brad, this is just about a mask mandate. Why are you so upset about it?" And my point is, it's not just about a mask mandate. It's about uh, tyranny and whether a government has the authority to do something that the people have not delegated that authority to the government to take that action. I mean, do you see that as part of our DNA, that when, when a government uh, exercises authority that we, the people, have not given them, we react negatively to that? I think that's exactly right. But let me stick with the mask mandate just for a moment there. I don't think a mask mandate is ever just a mask mandate. I'm putting on a mask may be a personal choice, but when it is in the language of mandate, it's saying that someone is taking the authority to say, this is what you must wear, uh, this is what you must do, and wearing it then becomes a sign of obedience. Now, even if you think it's a, a good idea and that the, the mask implausibly is going to stop the spread of viral particles, uh, it's still a sign of submission if you go around in public wearing it, and it, especially if you go around in public trying to shame other people into wearing it. Mm-hmm. So that uh, just the fact that there are people who concede to the idea doesn't give it uh, that uh, escape from the 
more fundamental idea of Americans being free to make their own choices. What is liberty? Well, at its most root cause, it's the uh, the idea of being free to choose for yourself what your basic actions are going to be. So I do think that uh, Americans sense uh, autocracy or authoritarian government, something uh, on the edge of tyranny when elected or even appointed officials uh, take it upon themselves to tell us what we must do. Now, of course, moderation comes into this someplace. When some, sometimes we have to be told what's, what to do, and then we have to make the choice as to whether to concede to that. But mm-hmm. uh, I think at this particular moment in our American republic, we are seeing an awful lot of concentration of uh, dictatorial powers in the hands of people to whom that power was never delegated. We have not, as a people, chosen to make uh, Dr. Fauci or uh, President Biden or uh, your local officials, for that matter, the the arbiters of how we want to uh, guard our health. Um, The virus that uh, came from China is a virus that has uh, certainly deadly effects on a very small number of people, but it's been used to have deadly effects on a much larger number of people, deadly in the sense of uh, repressing our ability to govern ourselves. Mm -hmm. That element of the consent of the governed has gone out of the window with vaccines and with uh, masks and probably with other steps that uh, we could talk about. Yeah, and and that's why I loved, as soon as I read your article uh, Peter, I knew I had to talk to you because your article again. We're talking to Peter Wood. He's with uh, he's with American Spectator magazine, and his article is "Liberty is the American Virus." And uh, I'm an attorney, and if you look at and, and I've certainly studied this in law school that that from a constitutional standpoint, the, the Supreme Court has said during times of national emergency there will be deference given to the executive branch during this. This emergency, for example, the wartime powers, Uh, presidents can do things during wartime that they can't do in other times. But the problem that we have here is is that when the federal government exercises uh, this tyrannical authority during the times of the pandemic, the question becomes and people are legitimately asking, will the pandemic ever end? And once we give this power and cede this power to the federal government, will the federal government ever give it up? I mean, do you see that as, and that's why I loved, loved your idea about the American virus. Uh, are, are we perhaps being uh, being inoculated with this virus to now react negatively to the removal of our freedom? I think we, we are. The, uh, the use of the term emergency powers has historically been a case where once those powers are put in motion, they're seldom pulled back. When you talk about uh, emergencies such as war, well, we haven't declared a war for many, many generations. And thus, uh, we talk about the moral equivalent of war and get on that slippery slope of metaphor that leads to authorizing uh, the executive branch to seize powers that the Constitution doesn't give us and the people have never given it. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, as people are led into conceding this, if they're terrified of getting COVID-19, they become terrified enough to uh, immunize themselves against their real birthright, which is the the virus of liberty, that we should be 
happy that we have. It's primed our immune system to reject tyranny. It is an open question right now whether our immune system is strong enough to rebuff the uh, invasion of this new uh, Fauciian COVID-19 virus. Well, and you also mention, and I and I love that your article discussed this idea because when it, when it comes to African Americans, doesn't some of their hesitancy towards getting the vaccine have actual roots in our history when it comes to the Tuskegee experiment? Right. I mentioned the Tuskegee experiment, which was a forty-year-long effort by uh, doctors to see what would happen if they took young men who were infected with syphilis and didn't treat them. So it it ended back in 1972, I think was the year. But the memory of that in the black community is very strong. And uh, it gives one a pause. Does the treatment of black people as guinea pigs for a medical experiment then presage what happens now when people are being lined up en masse to be treated as guinea pigs for these uh, RNA viruses, which truly are untested. Nobody really knows what their long-term effects are. Mm -hmm. And if there is uh, one population out of the whole United States that has earned its doubts about being subjected to experimental medicine, it is the black community. You're exactly right. Peter Wood, uh, he's a writer with American Spectator magazine. And uh, one of the major employers here in the St. Louis area is Boeing Aircraft. Uh, we make uh, F-18s, F-15s, lots of military uh, defense products are built right here in St. Louis. And the federal government has required, as you know, that all contractors that do work for the federal government have to have a, vac- a vaccination. Even folks who work from home, who work remotely in their basement on a computer, have to be vaccinated. And uh, I know some people who are, are contemplating having to quit Boeing because they don't want to get the vaccine. But you make this statement. If the government can force me to inject pharmaceuticals, what can it not do? And uh, Mm -hmm. uh, that that kind of reaction to Americans because of our 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 rugged individualism nature, we have a visceral response to that type of mandate coming from the top to impede upon our freedom. We just react to that viscerally, don't we? We do, and I think there are a lot of brave people who have been willing to say, I'm, I'm walking away from my job. I don't know if it's happened yet at Boeing, but we've seen it in, in many other places. Uh, I uh, live and work in New York City, where uh, there are a lot of healthcare workers, police, firemen, others who have looked upon this situation and said, you know, they're really willing to quit their jobs and, and walk away from established careers just so that they can say no to this imposition. Um, I admire them. I think they're brave in doing it. I think people all over the country are making that choice. They're a minority, but they're a minority to whom we can uh, hearken and recognize the better part of ourselves, that we are people who shouldn't be pushed around. And sometimes that requires uh, making a sacrifice in choosing to be uh, the loser on one side to be a greater winner on the side of freedom. Well, your article challenged me in ways that I've not been challenged in a long time, Peter. So I appreciate your perspective here. Peter Wood, writer with American Spectator magazine, uh, author of the article, Liberty is the American Virus. Hey, thanks so much for joining us this evening on Camo X.
Great. Thanks for having me. It's great to talk to you. Hey, when we come back from this break, we're going we're gonna to talk to Howard Balzer about the Rams litigation, the stunning revelations that have come out today from ESPN. And I'm going to talk about it from a legal perspective, where this case goes as we quickly approach the January 10 trial date. Brad Young at your service tonight on KMOX. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp and refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, we had some interesting news today, and I talked about it earlier with Kevin Wheeler a couple of hours ago. And But I wanted to get Howard Balzer on because there's so much to this story today that I wanted to break down what we learned and what we can uh, uh, prognosticate about how we move forward with the St. Louis versus Rams versus NFL versus Stan Kroenke lawsuit based upon what we learned today. Hey, Howard, welcome back to Camo X. Brad, it's great to be with you. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and uh, thanks for working us in. Everybody knows the name Howard Balzer. Uh, you've been a fixture here in St. Louis for such a long time in the sports scene, and uh, you made time for me this evening, and I really appreciate it. My pleasure, Brad. My pleasure. Always always love talking to all people in St. Louis. I've been in Phoenix now for a little over a year, but, uh, of course, uh, miss everybody back uh, back in the place I've lived for a long, long time. Yeah, you were here a long time, my friend. Hey, what did we learn today? Let's just talk about some of the facts. What did we learn today from that ESPN article? Yeah, it was pretty um, pretty stunning, really, to a degree. But I guess we should never be surprised by the tricks up his sleeve that Stan Kroenke apparently uh, tries to pull. And, you know, according to the reporting of Seth Wickersham, who's a pretty darn good reporter. In fact, on a side note, I just finished – uh, his book that he wrote 
uh, on the Patriots and Tom Brady and all that. And really, really an interesting read. And of course, covers uh, covers Spygate uh, quite a bit in the book. But be that as it may, great reporter. And of course, he reported that Stan Kroenke apparently is telling the league that he no longer wants to uh, follow the indemnification agreement that he signed uh, almost, it's hard to believe it's almost six years ago uh, Hmm. when the NFL agreed uh, to to have the Rams move to Los Angeles and have Kroenke build the stadium and project that he's doing. Let me uh, me stop you there, Howard, because I just want to fill folks in. If you don't know what an indemnification agreement is, these are things that I draft all the time in my law practice. And this is basically an agreement that says, for whatever reason, the, the course of the litigation that you're involved with, for whatever reason, that, that one party agrees to pay the other party's legal fees, costs and expenses, as a condition of an agreement. So what we knew, and we've known this for a long time, that Stan Kroenke, as Howard just said, uh, agreed to indemnify both the NFL and all of the owners individually for their legal fees and expenses incurred as a result of any litigation uh, that might arise as a result of moving the Rams from St. Louis to Los Angeles. And we learned today, Howard, in that ESPN article, that for many of these owners, the legal fees have been well into six figures. And he mentioned for at least a couple of the owners, it's been eight figures. Now, eight figures, we're talking tens of millions of dollars in legal fees and expenses for a couple of owners, I mean, that's that's getting into some real money. No, it, it definitely is. And I think one of the significant things about the agreement that wasn't talked about a whole lot in the article is the motivation of the league to want to have this agreement as a condition of allowing the Rams to move. And I think that's significant, Brad, because what it speaks to is that the NFL had a pretty good idea in the back of their mind that St. Louis, the St. Louis interests weren't going to be very happy with this. And mainly because of the things that went on during the entire calendar year of 2015. And we, we can't, we don't, we need a whole, a whole evening to go into all the things that happened behind the scenes, the things that were said, things like keep doing what you're doing in terms of the stadium deal. And then so many of those things. And so, I I have a sense that the NFL knew that St. Louis wasn't going to be very happy Mm -hmm. with with the way it all went down. And and that so they wanted to protect themselves in the event that there was a lawsuit. If they felt everything was above board and totally fine, they wouldn't have needed an indemnification agreement. And so I I, I really I I really believe that that is very significant uh, in this. And now that we are just a little over two months from it's scheduled to go to court, and we also know that the NFL has been trying uh, and has tried and take, tried to get it to the Supreme Court, which, which they had no interest in the case, None. but didn't want this to go to court. They wanted it settled in arbitration where it's not an open proceedings. And so they, di- they didn't want all this stuff to come out and to have discovery and all those things that would reveal things that were written in emails or said in text messages or whatever it might be. And so they've lost every step of the way on that. And now we're getting pretty close. And so there's a certain amount of, I believe, urgency involved on the league's part, because, again, they don't want this to go to court. So that's the essence of the report. What I find really almost comical about it, in a way, is, is, is two things that were apparently claimed 
by Stan Kroenke. One is that he's saying that this lawsuit, that he, he had no fault in it. It wasn't. That's the funniest thing I've heard in a long time. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. I mean, it's just, it's just hilarious that he would actually insult people's intelligence by saying that in terms of if anybody had a chance to read the relocation application that that the Rams sent to the league, oh which they goodness. had to which they had to do. I mean, the mistruths, the lies, the misrepresentations that were in that, which in which they said is the reason that they should be able to move was I don't even know. I don't even know what the right words. No. To well, I can, it. I, I can describe it this way, Howard, because I've been saying this for uh, three years now. I've said that that Stan Kroenke is to lying as Wisconsin <laughs> is to cheese. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good one. I like that. I might have to use that. Well, if you do, and give so, me credit for it. Uh, you give me credit yeah. for it. But one of the things I want to get to, because there's another, I think, explosive element of this article. But while we're still talking about that first uh, first element, meaning the indemnification agreement. And, folks, if you're just joining us, we're talking to uh, sports reporter legend Howard Balzer, who's uh, been so kind to give us his time this evening, is that is that Stan Kroenke informed his fellow NFL owners that he is uh, uh, going to be pulling out of this indemnification agreement. How do you think, which means, which means practically speaking, that he is no longer going to agree to reimburse and pay for the legal fees and expenses incurred by the other uh, uh, NFL owners for this lawsuit? How do you think that went over with the other owners? Well, it, it didn't go over very well, in fact, of course. And the owners were stunned by it. And then when Stan Kroenke was uh, asked to leave the room, this was, by the way, the first in-person <laughs> owners meeting that they've had in a couple of years because of the pandemic. They asked him to leave the room and there was shock and stun. And then it was, it was told by Jeff Pash, one of the league's attorneys, that he has been told by Kroenke's attorneys that they intend uh, to sue the league. Now, now let's listen to that. And, and here's the other comical part of why he believes he, he shouldn't have to you know, have this indemnification agreement because within all the discovery that occurred, there was an email apparent. Mm-hmm. Well, not apparently, apparently there, there was it an was. email sent from someone involved in the Carson project, which is a city in California where the chargers and Raiders had come together trying to be the two teams that would relocate to California. Well, there was an email where someone associated, we don't know who with the Carson prod. Uh, project supposedly told the St. Louis people of all the aspects of the relocation rules that they believed the league hadn't followed, even in fact, not only not followed, but even in approving the relocation application. And that, and that Kroenke claims that that's why I shouldn't have to pay because these, this was a, a project which was, you know, putting, being put forward by two NFL owners and two NFL teams Dean Spanos in San Diego then and Mark Davis in Oakland. And that, and, and so, but so he's, he's saying that that gave the groundwork mm-hmm. to show St. Louis what they could then. And he says, that's, that's why the lawsuit resulted. And I laugh at that, Brad, because it's totally absurd because anybody who's ever read the relocation rules knows that they were not followed. Right. And I remember writing about it and saying it, that very week when it was approved, I said right then, right. St. Louis has a case for, at the, against the NFL and even for fraud uh, because of, of how this was all handled and that the relocation rules 
weren't followed. Yeah, so you, didn't need an email. you didn't need an email to tell you that. You knew that exactly. in, in, intuitively just by reading the relocation rules themselves. Exactly. Exactly. So to try to make the case that that's that that gave the you know that that gave the information for St. Louis to sue is again just hilarious and ridiculous. But it, it is ridiculous. Know, I, 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 last week, yeah. last week, Howard, on the on this very show, last week, I I said I was talking about John Gruden, and I said the problem with this Rams lawsuit is we don't know how the Rams lawsuit will become uh, uh, John Grudenification. The John Grudenification of the Rams lawsuit means we don't know what emails are going to come out, which is why right. the owners can't allow this case to go to trial. Hey, we're going to take a short break. Can you hang with us through the break? Absolutely. Fantastic. When we come back from the break, I want to talk about the other element of this stunning article today, talking about the settlement negotiations that have just started and how this will impact the St. Louis region. Brad Young talking to Howard Balzer tonight on At Your Service on KMOX. You know, when the NFL owners ask Stan Kroenke to leave the room, I don't think they asked him to leave the room so they could order a pizza. You know, it was... (laughs) When they ask you to leave the room, it's not a good thing. We're uh, we're talking with Howard Balzer, and he's been very generous with his time. And thank you, Howard, for sticking around. The other element in this article that I want to get to is the discussion of settlement negotiations. Uh, what was discussed, or at least what was revealed in this article, because up to this point, we've not heard any news about any settlement negotiations going on. What did we learn today? It there was some part of the article claimed that someone asked Kroenke or, or asked someone, met, this might've been when Kroenke was out of the room. Someone asked, have there been settlement talks, settlement discussions? And it was said that there have been, and that supposedly uh, Kroenke made an offer that was for enough money that was worth more, more than anybody in this room. Well, I'm sure Robert Kraft is worth probably in the billions and who knows what Jerry Jones is worth and some of the other owners. So that was somewhat surprising. But I will say this. I don't know, Brad, if there's, a, there's actually been what could really be categorized as true negotiations. But there have been settlement suggestions or settlement talks along the line of what would it take to settle this what, or, or things like that. And I've heard a lot of rumblings in the last month or two, especially as this is getting closer to trial, that certain things have been put forward. But the St. The, the St. Louis interests and the attorneys are playing hardball. They know they have the leverage they right do. now. They do. And so, and so they pretty much, I, from what I've been told, what, what is really wanted is a team and that money is not going to be enough. No matter, you know, you know, whatever the money is. And and that's where St. Louis has truly been wrong. And I'll digress for one moment, because I've said this since this all began. And I didn't know. I figured there would be a lawsuit at some point. I didn't know for sure. Certainly didn't know how it was all going to go. But if there was any foresight, if there was any logical thinking on the part of the NFL, what they should have done in January of 2016 and Stan Kroenke should have pushed it was to say, okay, we want Stan Kroenke's money in L.A. to build this palace and build this project. We want Stan in L.A. But St. Louis should not be collateral damage. And just as when the Browns moved to Baltimore, that they were promised 
an expansion team to replace and not not effectively replace the Browns, that they would have the same nickname. Mm-hmm. Who cares about the nickname, whatever it would be in St. Louis? But they got another team when Art Modell moved the, moved the team to Baltimore. If they had done that almost six years ago, none of this would have happened. None in fact, there would be a team there You're right. and, and, and all those things. They could have figured out a way to accomplish it. But they didn't have the foresight. They just figured we're going to be the arrogant NFL and just go along. But again, even knowing or even having the thought that there could be a lawsuit, and they figured, okay, well, Stan's going to pay it. So big deal. Well, here they are facing who knows what in damages. And, and so that, that, that's, where, that's where they are. And so in terms of a settlement, from what I've been told, it's not enough just to get a team because St. Louis doesn't trust no. the NFL. And, and rightfully so. Reason. We've been burned twice. We've been exactly. burned twice by NFL teams and owners. And, you know, the old saying, uh, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you, or the other way around. And and now, but what about if you fool me three times? You know, it means right. I'm a moron. So, exactly. uh, so and, in and this the, instance, yeah, we, we, do, we do have justifiable cause to be leery of any offer that involves an NFL team. Right. And the big, the big difference, of course, the first time is that Bill Bidwell wanted to stay. He didn't have the wherewithal or the personality or whatever to work with the power brokers in the city. And so we saw stadium plans and stadium ideas just never come to fruition. In this one, in less than a year, there was a stadium plan mm-hmm. on the table that, by the way, the NFL on two occasions in December of 20, 2015 tried to sabotage the vote by the Board of Aldermen. Because if the Board of Aldermen had not voted for the financing, then there wouldn't have been a stadium plan, and it would have been clear sailing for the Rams and Stan Kroenke. So my, my point being is that a team is not, you know, let's say it's expansion, for example, that's not inexpensive. First of all, you have to, you have, an, an owner would have to come in. There's, there'd probably be a $2 billion franchise Buy-in. fee, mm-hmm. at least. Then there's the money you have to put in for a stadium. So, what St. Louis is saying, I don't know if they've actually said this, but they're intimating it, that a team is not enough. But we want assurances. We want mo- uh, the money that would have to be paid in a settlement to go towards help the with the stadium. Mm-hmm. Perhaps not have a franchise fee for the, for the owner. Or whatever it might be. All of it, obviously, is negotiable. But from what I've been told, that's part of the hard line that is being pushed by the St. Louis interest, and they they have no reason to compromise, none at all. Well, Howard, and, and we've so only got a, we've only got a minute left okay. here, Howard, and I want to get to this because, from my perspective as an attorney, I've had this question asked to me all day today: Why haven't there been substantive settlement negotiations until now? And litigation-wise, I know when I'm representing companies, we don't start talking about settlement until I go through the actual litigation motions to figure out and to to limit the plaintiff's uh, uh, allegation of damages, to obtain some leverage that can place me in a better position. But at this point, the Rams have lost all nine appeals in this case. The NFL has lost all nine appeals, and that has all that has done is been to enhance the uh, settlement leverage for the city and county of St. Louis. Right. Now, the last question in the few seconds we have left, do you see this case going to trial? I, I, I don't, and I think you would probably agree. What I was going to say is that how many times do things get settled with the old vernacular on the courthouse steps? All because, the time. Yes, yeah, because that, that's the true deadline. 
I, I just think that it's hard for me to imagine that the NFL will go through a trial, put people on the stand, have all that happen, cross-examination, questioning, and all those things. That's what they've been trying to avoid. You and got I don't it. think anybody believes that it will happen. It will not go to trial, and you heard it here on Camel X. Howard Balzer, hey, where can folks catch you now if they want to listen or follow you as you report on the sports world? Very quickly. AllCardinals.com is a website covering the Cardinals, of course, the former team in St. Louis, Sports Map Radio on the weekends, and just just Google me. You'll find out where I am. Excellent. Thank you, Howard. (laughs) Thanks for joining us this evening on Camo X. My pleasure. Brad Young, at your service. Thanks for joining us. I'll see you next Wednesday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.